Welcome to American Dispatches, the podcast where we cover emerging world news for an American perspective. I'm your host, Vic. I've traveled 105 countries, been a contributor to Soldier of Fortune magazine, hold the BA in international relations and an NBA. You're listening to episode 29 today. Aerosmith, look out. The Biden administration kicks off a European tour and the backstage parties are expected to be epic. America to provide $181 million in aid to stop an imminent famine in Africa. A UN report finds that child labor is actually on the rise again for the first time in over a generation. And no, just getting your kid to cut the grass does not apply. America does a good thing and buys 500 million Pfizer doses to help poor countries. And what is being considered a landmark case in the U.S., a high court rules that, yes, criticizing modern gender theory is actually a democratically protected position. Well, there you go, government. Thanks. Biden begins a whirlwind tour of Europe, meeting with the British Prime Minister Boris Johnson first, attending the G7 summit, and then capping it all off with a meeting with Putin. First up, in Britain, Biden is meeting with Boris Johnson in Cornwall to discuss the new Atlantic Charter. That's being modeled after the historic agreement signed by Churchill and Franklin Roosevelt in 1941. It's really just kind of a way of reassuring and reaffirming the special relationship, as it's called, between us and our cousins across the pond there. Tensions do simmer a little bit between the two. Biden, for his part, was vehemently opposed to Brexit, the huge move that Johnson championed, and he was quoted publicly as calling Johnson a physical and emotional clone of Trump. For the most part, the British government has stressed uh, that there will be common ground, and I'm sure Biden's going to want to seek it as well. Next up, on to the G summit, where he's expected to talk about China, climate issues, and shoring up alliances. Comes at a time when the European Union agreed to, but haven't ratified a huge investment deal with China back in December. Um, what happened was the leaders agreed to it diplomatically. It had was waiting approval from the European Parliament. In that interim, um, China, for different reasons, ended up sanctioning members of European Parliament. Well, not for different reasons. It was specifically because the Europeans had sanctioned Chinese officials over their treatment of the years. The European or the Chinese retaliated, sanctioned the Europe, some Europeans. Um, a small number of whom were actually sitting members of European Parliament. So they said, you know, we're not even going to vote on this. Um, there's a good chance Biden will get them to to stall that indefinitely or at least try to and possibly um, create more finance deals with the U.S. Then he's on to Russia. He's going to meet with Putin. Uh, what is expected to be discussed has not been revealed, but... Uh, Biden didn't address U.S. troops in England, in which he said, uh, telling them he was going to tell Putin that he was, quote, going to let him know what I want him to know. Getting on his uh, diehard face. Adding, we're not seeking conflict with Russia. We want a stable, predictable relationship, according to Biden. America to provide over $181 million in aid to Ethiopia's Tigray region uh, to help avert an imminent famine. That says the UN estimates 91% of the region's 6 million people 
are in dire need of immediate assistance. The money will come in the form of, or the money will basically go to assist uh, what you would expect, food, water, shelter. It's also going to assist local farmers with seed, tools, fertilizers to help them get back on their feet. Uh, In addition to that, they're going to be addressing what's somewhat new from the humanitarian model. The USAID is going to be addressing uh, psychological support for what they call gender-based violence, uh, basically women that being abused. A UN report finds that child labor has actually increased for the first time in over 20 years, uh, blaming mostly COVID and the increased economic pressure that's put on uh, poorer countries. They said there's been an increase of 8.4 million children being put into basically, if not forced labor, then then induced labor. Um, We're talking about kids 10 and under. Now, before that, there was a uh, there was a positive trend. Ninety, the numbers had been reduced by ninety four million overall from two thousand two thousand sixteen. Now, with the most recent spike, they're saying that an estimated one in ten kids globally are stuck in child labor. They cited sub-Saharan Africa as one of the worst areas affected. So, the next time you hear an American kid complaining they don't have enough Xbox games, be sure to put them in their place. The U.S. is buying 500 million Pfizer COVID vaccine doses in a solid for the rest of the world. They'll be distributing it to poorer and um, lower income countries. Have to give credit where credit is due. Uh, This is something the government is doing is a solid. The administration is planning on buying these um, and distributing them through COFAX. That's the World Health Organization's backed initiative to share doses around the globe. It also comes at a time when European leaders are pledging it, and there's a lot of what's being called vaccine diplomacy by China and Russia as well. So where they're going has not yet been laid out, but they do expect to distribute over 200 million of those doses by year's end, the remaining 300 million into next year. Can a decision that could have a huge similar impact on policies in the U.S. So do pay attention to this. Gender gender critical views uh, is what they're being called are now a protected belief in the U.K. Oh, thank you. Um, (laughs) In perhaps the most duh moment that we're going to report on today. um, Views that are basically critical of transgenderism or... Um, anything of the like, are now a protected belief, and they had to be debated in a court as there was a researcher named Maya Forrester. She's a tax expert who worked for the Center for Global Development. She was a fellow there, and apparently they didn't renew her contract over dispute that um, beginning from the fact that she tweeted uh, several things. Uh, The organization said she was accused of Listen to this quote, offensive and exclusionary language in the series of tweets. Those tweets, um, to give you an idea, one of the worst was, quote, men cannot change into women. Uh, so when they didn't renew her lucrative contract, she obviously sued. 
Now, the lower court did uphold the verdict of the or the decision of the organization she worked for. However, when it went to a higher court, they overturned that, saying that her point of view was a, quote, protected philosophical belief under the Equality Act. It's a multi-judge panel led, um, made the decision saying that the lower court had an errand in law as this topic becomes a contentious one in Western society. This could, this UK decision could have a very uh, possible norming effect in the US. Norming is when it, international relations term, when something is decided in another country, it kind of becomes more easy to digest in our own. So something to pay attention to, uh, Forster was not without her allies, one of them being J.K. Rollins, the famous author of the Harry Potter series. They stepped in and uh, she was able to get this overturned. So at least it kind of sets a precedent for future political or uh, legal battles like this. And that's all we have for today, folks. As always, the world is an exciting, badass place. Stay informed. You can do so by tuning in here on Apple or the Google Play Store. Until next time, vaya con Dios, America.